And welcome back to Hey Eintracht Frankfurt, the Bundesliga podcast covering everything there is to know in the English language about Eintracht Frankfurt, the best club in the Bundesliga, the best club in Germany, the best club in Europe, the best club in the world for that matter, but we're a little bit biased. I am your host, Brian Sanders. You can follow me on Twitter at KCSGE. More importantly, follow the show. That is on Twitter at HEFPod. Follow us on Facebook. That is Facebook.com slash HEFPod for all the latest English language news covering the Eintracht. And, of course, you can uh, email us as well. HeyEintrachtFrankford at gmail.com. Join the Discord. Uh, you can find that on our Twitter profile and chat to Eintracht Frankfurt fans in real action, uh, real time, excuse me, uh, from all over the world. So it's a good old time. So uh, doing this podcast episode alone as we take a look back to uh, 1 1 draw, which was uh, about as uh, ugly as. Basically, there's no other way around it. So why don't we just deep dive right into it? So, Untracked was expected to have two-plus goals, and the expected goal statistics, which some people adhere to, some people do not. Um, The best player out there for the Eintracht, I guess you could say, was, uh, you know, you could throw it out. Silva had quite a few shots. You know, they didn't kind of come to work. We had a large amount of possession in the Vertebraman half, which, you know, you could sometimes say, hey, that's good. But unless you're Bayern, you're not real, and or Dortmund, you're not exactly converting those into goal-scoring opportunities that then lead to goals. Um, relative to the possession that the Eintracht had, they did concede a number of high uh, chance of high chances to Werder Bremen. They were who you know look. We were caught offside kind of often. It felt like uh, we were exceptionally poor at our finishing for whatever reason. Uh, when Werder Bremen played the long ball, uh, we just looked like we had never seen it before. And go figure that the match in the end. Does not equal an Eintracht victory. Goal being scored, goals were all scored during the second half. First goal scored by Werder Bremen's own uh, Joshua Sargent. The American was able to uh, basically be put via long ball, one on one with KT, and you know KT can't save every single fucking ball that comes up, and voila, uh, got bit right in the ass real quick. Now, granted, I will say this much, that the uh, we were able to get an equalizer not too long afterwards, so positivity there. Andre Silva and Kamada uh, combining there. But the thing was, um, so at the halftime, uh, Ilsenko was taken off, uh, replaced by Dominic Cole. Zuba was just pathetic. When it came down to it. And Yunus and Barkok came on for Zuba and Toure. Now Toure I thought was doing well. Just fine. Nothing. Not really pulling up any trees there. Uh, Hintereko is not looking too well. Abraham did seem to be all over the bloody place. But hey. You know at the end of the day. Um, I can only whinge about the refereeing so much. There were a few opportunities uh, lost. 
a certain uh, moment where there was no foul even called. They didn't go back to even check it was what led up to the Josh Sargent goal. But, you know, I'm only a little little bit butthurt when it comes to that. So, you know, I'll just have to live with it. <laughs> uh, so, for those who uh, were unable to watch the match in its entirety, so the Eintracht came out as such uh, three at the back, uh, as could be expected of the older line when it comes to the Eintracht defensive line that was Hinterlega, Hasebe, and Abraham. So, you know, everyone's pretty aware of how old that back line, as I read it out, comes off, right? I'm not the only person who's noticing this. Good. Um, I'll say this much. We only, as a team, when it comes to our defensive liabilities, everything else that kind of comes with it, we only had one yellow card, but this is Werder Bremen that we're playing against. It's not like we're playing against Bayern or Dortmund or, you know, to a lesser degree, Leipzig, Gladbach, or Leverkusen. Um, this was Werder Bremen, and Werder Bremen will definitely look at this and say to themselves, <laughs> pulled that one out, whilst Eintracht fans will be like, WTF, guys. Because this is the third match that folks were looking at, at least when it comes to a match played out on paper previous matches such as this that fans were hoping for the three points are Bielefeld which was played also at home just like this one was uh, played behind closed doors Geisterspiele on this one and the other match was uh, against Cologne so any who's it uh, you add up those points to our current tally that's an ex edit in the an exceptional uh, points poll. Uh, but, you know, I guess we're just going to have to watch this weekend's Der Klassiker and hope that Dortmund is able to keep things at least modestly, you know, level. Because, look, you add on those points that Eintracht has dropped in those three matches that I missed mentioned, and we are on the same points as Bayern and Dortmund. And golly, what kind of positivity can we find there? Uh, the rumors are that Kostic, who is back at full team training, will be able to take part in this weekend's match against Stuttgart. But uh, let's not kid ourselves. He's not going to be out the full scratch. And here's hoping that uh, the Serbian national team will not call him up to international duty. Those, those international matches are still happening. The likes of Hinteregger and Ilzanker have already been called up. Kamada has been called up. I mean, it's... Weirdly, Silva. Been left out, so I'm kind of happy about that. But um, at this point in time, if everyone can just stay home and just train, to me that seems like the much better uh, option. Anyways... Um, back to the match at hand. The middle of the park, uh, the Eintracht was not really doing too well. Dost had a chance to win against the bar. Uh, golly, how long? That was not too long after um, Silva's goal. So kind of gave folks the sense that uh, the Eintracht might have something more in the tank. Uh, that ended up not being the case. I mean, look, we had a lot... <sighs> There's not, there were, you saw 
brief glimpses of the team that we know that these guys are once you put when you put everything together and it's just a matter of consistency and putting it together over the course of 90 minutes we've yet to see that all see all season long for full 90 minutes where the Eintracht was just on full display and able to kick ass and take names uh we put out onto twitter uh to our at pod and um Quite an interesting uh, response. So put out uh, of the four places that the Eintracht could finish. Top four uh, and participation in the Champions League. Fifth to seventh where you get uh, the two Europa League spots or that new uh, UEFA competition, the Nations Conference. or I'm not exactly very sure on that. And then you had 8th to 14th. Mid-table and safety, which, go figure, that's where 6-7% of the folks were voting. And 15-18, um, to 18, the relegation fight, which want the one spot above the relegation playoff and the three other relegation spots, the relegation playoff and two relegation direct spots. So 2% went with relegation fighting, uh, 67% went with uh, mid-table and safe, 23% echoed that uh 57th is still accomplishable you know and uh eight percent uh went on for champions league i do believe that everything is there for us to do it i'm having my i'm happy as each and every single match goes on uh having more and more doubts some other uh eintracht podcasts have even been talking about how perhaps the teen spirit is not right and what is then needed to correct that is change at the top uh that seems a little uh drastic just yet considering some of the comments that were made uh by our uh chief executive officer uh alex uh axel uh hillman who spoke to kicker uh recently about uh the intrax uh fiscal position so something to be all worried about but um yeah intrax is definitely on the struggle bus right now we have the opportunity to be able to correct the imbalance that is there. But the fact of the matter is we need to be kind of back up to full strength. Look, Indica, I think is a better option when it comes to playing in the defensive line along with Hinteregger. Some folks think that I'm a little brazen when I say just throw Tuta out there and, hey, look, if you don't even finish in, you know, if you only finish in mid-table, you've established that it's Hinteregger, Tuta, and uh, Indica that are going to be the kind of if you stick with this defense of three defensive uh, three center back uh, defensive pairing, you know, then okay, you have your three guys. Knowing that Hasebe will be seen out, and Abraham already knows that he's going to be headed out. So, kind of have to look for the future, folks. Uh, Zuber had been until this match. It's almost like I freaking jinxed him. Um, but here's hoping that uh, you, they'll just start playing Eunice from beginning to end. I'd like to see what he can do if given uh, the entire uh, match. Barcock actually looked not too bad as well. Probably why he's still being called up to the Moroccan national team. Though I think there's a tiny bit of uh, them maybe just not having enough players when it comes to uh, the proposed international level so any who's it i've talked enough about eintracht versus Werder bremen which as i said kind of a shit fest uh 
Could have had all three points and we could be in a totally different position. Instead, we're now in the bottom half of the Bundesliga table. Only just don't go too crazy and thinking that, you know, we're already in relegation trouble. We're not. Uh, actually, this this weekend with Schalke versus Mainz, that is the relegation six-pointer of six-pointers. And golly, you know, if that ends up being a draw, that's that's just, oh, God, that's just awful. That is just awful, awful, awful. Those guys, I mean, we, I can't wait to I, even this, even our really bad performances, I cannot wait for us to take on those guys because that will offer us some real opportunities. Now they they will very much be in a bunker in kind of tactics, but you know something we can think about a little further down the line. And uh, yeah, so let's get to hashtag what are we drinking. Um, uh, it is getting the winter time now, folks, uh, in Kansas. It's, well, as I record this, it's, uh, it's on the chilly side. Let's put it that way. The leaves are falling. It's a wonderful fall that always happens in the Midwest. Uh, 54 degrees. It's pretty comfortable considering the fact that, um, less than two weeks ago I had snowfall uh in my own backyard. So something to kinda think about uh from my perspective. But a beer that has come out that uh I am enjoying is from the new Belgian brewing company, uh Accumulation. It's a white India pale ale and um doesn't have the real kinda overwhelming and kinda excessive bite that a normal IPA does have. But hey, it still is pretty good to taste. So to the future, I say Prost, and we'll be back with segment two in just a jiffy, so stay with. And we're back with segment two of Hey Eintracht Frankfurt. Should stipulate uh, some of the funny comments that we did get when it came down to our Twitter poll. Uh, Chris in Detroit, who's a frequent guest of this podcast, said, I know I'm always that guy, but so far nothing has shown me that we can compete for Europe. We still have no killer instinct and lack the ability to score timely goals. Something we can say about other sports teams that we do follow. Just saying. We lose points to clubs that we call lesser. I'm starting to think that that just might be us. Can't tell you there, bruv. Uh, uh, Istin, uh, I-S-T-I-N, 73 on Twitter. It's quite difficult this season under these circumstances. Wait for the winter transfer period and ask again after that. Definitely will do. Uh, we won't have completed the full uh, normal 17 matches uh, the Bundesliga season when it does come down to um, the, well, it's not really a winter break per se. Um, it's more of a intermittent break. That's kind of a bad way of putting it, but uh, it's safe to say that uh, we'll have completed just uh, th- as of right now, so long as there's no interruptions, we'll have completed 13 batch days of the Bundesliga season, and we'll also have uh, gone through a second round of the Day at Bay as Schalke has finally, finally been allowed to play their Dieppe Pokal uh, first round match. They played Schweinfurt, they ended up beating Schweinfurt, and um, yeah, this uh, weekend we will uh, have the draw for the second round of the Bundesliga, uh, the DFB Pokal. 
of which um, action is already going on with the the Frauen dip April cow. So, in case anyone uh, did not know, uh, the Frauen dip April cow got right underway right after the uh, international break for uh, the women. Uh, just kind of on the same situation as the men kind of wondering what the same hell everyone was doing in regards to letting everyone just get dispersed out and everything. So um, this was the second round of the Day of Papal Cow, the Frauen Day of Papal Cow. Not all the matches have been played. There are uh, two matches that are still yet to be scheduled. Um, but the Eintracht was able uh, faced off against Karlsruhe, Kaisei. Uh, um, whose uh, men's side is currently in the Zweite Liga. I'm not so sure on the uh, the Frauen uh, the Frauen KSA, uh, but they did uh, win their local Verbandspokal, so uh, they entered uh, the they entered the Frauen Pokal via that route, and the Eintracht took care of business. And uh, remember how I've kind of commented how. Uh, Laura Freigang has been just scoring goals, but really kind of being the only one who's scoring the goals. So the Eintracht uh, kind of shared it around. She only had four. She only had half of them. So uh, four other goals to be shared around by the rest of the team. Rotola, Paolo Ledek, and uh, Martinez, who grabbed a brace for herself. So the Eintracht will be uh, facing off in the De Pocal. Uh, third round of 16, which is also going to be uh, drawn uh, this weekend on uh, November the 8th. So after Eintracht is faced off against Stuttgart, uh, we will know what we will know when it comes to the Eintracht Frauen and the Eintracht in their De Pokal journeys. Here's hoping that uh, we can at least have another run to the semifinals. Give us a little bit of something to cheer for, something unexpected. So, um, I kind of teed up that uh, Axel Hellman uh, had made claims about the stadium bans that's going on all over Germany. So, this was set down by the federal government out of Berlin. Uh, now, previously, the local health authorities had been allowed to give recommendations to the football clubs to then allow uh, fans into the stadium. So, um, Axel Hellman has now gone to kicker and discussed how much the Corona Palace is impacting the Eintracht. Uh, Apparently, uh, if no fans will be allowed to attend matches for the remainder of the season, the the reserves of the Eintracht uh, financial reserves will be drained. Yeah, the will be completely drained of our financial our financial reserves. So, the big player sales that we had the other year when we moved on all three of the Buffalo herd. Uh, so long as West Ham compl- even if West Ham does not miss any one of their next uh, uh, payment bumps, so the, is to continue to the Eintracht. Even with those, we'll have basically used it all up just covering our losses that's kind of a crazy thing to think about and yet i say that as an american who is hearing all sorts of rumors when it comes to uh, my own uh, major league baseball system where 
teens of all shapes and sizes are making massive cuts to uh, their background staff. And it's just something that the uh, football crowd's going to have to deal with. You know, we're not playing in the Champions League, which is giving us an extra 50, 60 million uh, right up front that would be able to help us out or would then be able to bring in additional streams of revenue when it comes to advertising. So we're kind of where we're at so with that. And it's not much more that can be said about that. I do think that he is being a little silly when it comes to him saying that, you know, that the authorities have it all wrong, but you know, maybe that's just me. I think that, you know, uh, the safety of the public, um, needs to be thought of and whilst the parameters have allowed for uh, folks to be able to attend matches safely in a manner that uh, prohibits it does its best to prohibit excuse me uh, the spreading of the COVID-19 virus it's you know with rate rising cases all over the world at ex- at exponential rates that had not been seen since the very beginning when health authorities just were so overwhelmed there's so much misinformation that was out there something that uh we kind of deal with in the united states quite a bit but i'm kind of deviating from uh, my point here is that you know with cases rising so rapidly there's nothing that the government could do but say no back into a partial lockdown And you know what? Hey, when it comes to the end of the month, perhaps folks will be allowed to, in small numbers, be back in the stadiums again. I know this is something that is really hitting the clubs who don't have a lot of money. Uh, Schalke has been in that boat for a while. Mainz is apparently just hanging on by a thread right now. And, of course, our most recent opposition, Werder Bremen, they've been in a bad spot. So, um from the way that I look at it, whilst um, we can cry being poor, we're not in the position of other clubs who are going to be borrowing money. And, you know, even then, what kind of rates will they even get? So, something that uh, is very scary indeed. So, enough about some sourpuss stuff. Well, we can sort of stick to that, because uh, next up that we're to talk about is a match with Stuttgart. So, Eintracht versus Val FB. Um, I always kind of enjoy these matches with these guys. I don't, there's, there's, a, there's some similarities that I see uh, between the two clubs and the kind of makeup. Uh, but I'm kind of deviating a little bit. So, um, when it comes to the table so far, same amount of matches played, same points tally, just a little just difference in uh, the goal difference. Thank you for playing Bayern already, but, you know, I'm sure they would have gotten their asses kicked even more so. Um, Some things to kind of expect at this point. If uh, the combination of Silva and Dost is not working, we need to have something coming out from the wings. Um, We really need Eunice to, uh, you know, start on from beginning to end. We need him to be... uh, linking up with Kamada in the middle who will then work together with Silva and Dost. We need we need a few things to go our way. Um the la I mean we currently still I mean 
Kostic is still a doubt, and so is Indica. Indica. But, um, you know, there's more players that are out for Stuttgart that are going to be, I mean, a benefit for uh, the Eintracht, needless to say. Uh, our The average age of our squads, though, uh, the difference between us is staggering. The average age of the Stuttgart squad is uh, 22 and a half years. We're at 28 and a half years. I'll let that sink in. Something to uh, think about going forward. But that's more of a long-term picture, and we're kind of looking at just the short term. Because as of as of yet, the November internationals uh, are still going to be going forward. So something to just enjoy because, you know, why not? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I'm Doug versus Stuttgart. It's going to be a... Quite an interesting one uh, coming up at, what is that place called? The Mercedes-Benz Arena. Um, ever since Stuttgart came up, there is a different feel in, about them than previously. They have a young squad. They have a hungry coach. They have a lot of things going for them that I would like us to have. Maybe, maybe I'm just, we have been just greedy as fans. Uh We've been, uh, we've seen, we've had a taste of legitimate success and we want to have more. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing at the end of the day. But uh, Pellegrino Matarazzo is the coach of Valpe Stuttgart, an American, <laughs> at the helm of a Bundesliga club. And, you know, not too bad of a start so far to their season. They look kind of weak against uh, Schalke the other weekend. So, Something to kind of keep in, uh, keep in mind, because you know if we're trying to look for a positive here, I mean, they took on you know Schalke and had a one-one draw. The second point that Schalke's been able to pick up uh, so far in this Bundesliga season, and that lends me to think that uh, if they go up against a team that kind of packs it in, that they're not so successful. But you know. Uh, Eintracht's not going to be doing that. They didn't do much more when they played Cologne uh, the previous week before that. Uh, the last team that they were able to beat was uh, Hertha Berlin. And, well, we beat them. So I think that we're really well matched. And uh, when it does come down to prediction time, I think some people will not find me uh, all too crazy when it does come down to making those. So we put out on some of our social media platforms uh, what questions that you wanted to ask the, to ask us on the podcast. So here they come. So Chris in Colorado, who heads up uh, EFC Rocky Mountains, uh, asked, could the club do a virtual Vouch Stadion experience and sell season tickets to help finance the club? I think that's a kind of cool idea. Um, I think you'd really need to get the IT department to see if that would be a possible, uh, thing to be done. It does sound like something that would come like almost like as a benefits thing, uh, for subscribers to Eintracht TV. But then again, um, something that would come with that is, you know, you would then have a view of the stadium during the Boon the Bundesliga matches themselves. So, the broadcast rights uh, have already been sold uh, internationally. 
which in the United States is uh, with ESPN, Sportsnet, uh, up north, Canada uh, has got that as well. So I think that that, that would be a trouble, a little bit of trouble that the idea would run into. I think it's a great, great thought to be able to help kind of bring money into the club. As Helman has said, we are going to be skint at the end of the season. Well, at least at the end of the season, we'll not be in as bad a shape as others. But, you know, uh, <laughs> that's not exactly something to be really very proud of. So uh, I think it's a good idea. But how to incorporate that, I think, would be the real struggle, especially with the rights holdings and how those are worded in the contracts. I think that would be the major hiccup there. But at least for... Oh, um, for the DFA Pokal, I think that is a legitimate idea that can be come up with, that they can come up with, and perhaps now I'm not very knowledgeable on with the Frauen's kind of uh, setup, but you know, move the Frauen matches to almost exclusively be at the Commerzbank, uh, the excuse me, Deutsche Bank Park or Stadion. Gotta still wrap my head around that. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think that is something that we could definitely look at, and here's hoping that, you know, maybe we can start doing something more in the future. I do think that they should be broadening uh, what they offer from Eintracht TV, because so far, I think that they, by comparison to other clubs, uh, they're leaving a lot to be desired, and I think that they could be doing so much more in terms of bringing interest to the club, bringing value to what the folks are spending when it does come to their subscription to iTrack TV. And I think that is something that they can uh, go directly to uh, immediately and, uh, you know, grow that grow that arm of iTrack because I think long-term that is something that they have to very much consider. So um, before we get to... Uh, where you can watch the Eintracht. Uh, should also, as I failed to mention earlier, uh, Eintracht Frauen will be taken on Duisburg. So wanted to make sure that the folks uh, knew about that. I've not found any uh, broadcasting options for them, so we'll kind of just have to hang on to uh, social media for uh, the Eintracht Frauen to keep track of the ladies' progress in the Frauen Bundesliga. Hopefully they'll get three points that they've been desperately needing to drop so many points in the recent weeks but you know here's hoping that in the first Bundesliga uh, match since the international break that they'll be able to break that egg that being said um ways that you can get and uh watch the Eintracht versus Stuttgart match uh well I guess I can get to the the second uh comment um this is from an unknown poster in uh out of uh new york at the efc in new york where did the datari money go <sighs> look i so datari moved uh from olympia uh to olympiacos for a record fee at the time and i think what was it uh, eight seven million and it just vanished i honestly think that the club just that who the those at the top of the club just swallowed it. Either that or 
the it was in such an extremely long payment plan that you knew what the overall cost would be kind of like with uh uh sebastian alia's uh transfer to west ham united you know it was for a bag full of money but you know we only got like what third half in a lump sum and the rest was spread out over years you know won't be surprised if it was spread out over years to the point because that the Olympiacos guys were just like, are we still paying Eintracht five years later? Oh, Atari, not worth it. Those are just general ideas that I have. I <laughs> can't really prove if they're false or not, but uh, I've always kind of wondered where the money went, but... Uh, Let's put, let's put that this way. Um, they said that we used to average gates of less than 30,000 fans per match. And some folks who have been on this podcast have said, yeah, they would a stadium that felt very much full. Suddenly they would say, oh, thanks to the 25,000 people who are here. And he's like, what? Doesn't sound right. Things like that. Uh, messing with the numbers. You just got to wonder where the money went. And I think it just went into chairman's pockets. But, well, anyways. Well, let's not talk ill with the dead. <laughs> so, uh, ways you can watch Eintracht versus Stuttgart. It depends on what part of the world you're in. So, if you happen to be new down uh, the Down Under, uh, New Zealand, that is a BN Sports Connect. In Australia, that is BN Sports Connect as well. KO Sports. Uh, here in North America, uh, in the Caribbean region, you have Flow Sports and the Flow Sports app. You have in Canada, Sportsnet World Now and Sportsnet Now. In the United States, you are you're lucky enough as long as you got them. Uh, <laughs> it is ESPN Plus, a not too bad subscription, especially for the price point. And um, with the kind of the rest of the English speaking world, well. Can't, the buck kind of stops there, uh, sadly. So, <laughs> uh, otherwise, you're gonna have to find uh, streams uh, or watch it, of course, in German if you're able to get access to that. As in Germany, it's gonna be on Sky Sports Bundesliga Four and Sky Sports Bundesliga One. Uh, note that uh, when it does come down to the Bundesliga for this weekend, um, kind of not top billing. Not at all. Not at all. That is a touch spiel. Let's be honest. The Der Klassiker is always going to get top billing. It is, it is what it is. I'm just more interested in it. Worldwide, that is. Uh, <laughs> I should have prefaced that when I said that. Um, but yeah. So, I tracked early Saturday kickoff against Stuttgart. Well, I might as well put my prediction out there. I do think that's going to be another 1-1 draw. I don't see how the Eintracht is going to score more than one goal. We're going to last scratch in our heads, and questions will continue to mount. So, ways you can get in contact with the show. Uh, you can co- get in contact via Twitter. That is at HEFpod. You can get in, uh, message us uh, via Discord. That can be found through our Twitter feed, which is... Uh, uh, Posted on the Twitter uh, accounts profile. So you can find that there. Follow us on 
on Facebook. That is facebook.com slash hefpod. And of course, uh, you can always drop us a line uh, on the email. That is heyontrackfreightford at gmail.com. And I've been your host, uh, Brian Sanders. You can follow me on Twitter at KCSGE. Um, from all of us here at Hey on Drake Frankfurt, thanks for having a listen to us. And uh, until next time, juice.